This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Phillies Backstage. I'm Tom Burgoyne, joined by John Brazier. And, John, we're in the presence of Philadelphia royalty right now. Philadelphia sports royalty. We are because we have a gold medal champion. We got a Super Bowl champion. We have the Phillies Eagles batting champion right here. You probably don't even know ah, that. Forgot about that. Okay. That's right. right. It all comes back to baseball. <laughs> exactly right. Well, who do so we yeah, have, Tom? Zach Ertz and his beautiful wife, Julie. How you guys doing? Good. Thanks for having me. You that. guys are glowing and we're going to get right into it because uh, yesterday was a big day. Uh, you got to just start off by telling us uh, exactly what, what, what happened yesterday. Yeah, I mean, so yesterday was a culmination of the really the past three years of hard work um, and joining uh, with amazing people in uh, North Philadelphia. We opened the we had the a ribbon cutting for the House of Hope in North Philadelphia, um, and it's going to be an amazing project. Um, it should be open in the next two months. Something we're really excited about, and it's going to be a safe space um, for kids after school. Obviously, we had sports growing up after school to kind of keep us out of trouble, um, but a lot of people don't play sports or have other th- things and interests that they want to get into. Um, and what better way to have a place where people can go um, in North Philadelphia? It's right by Hunting Park, um, so it's going to be a Wi-Fi cafe. It's going to be um, a place of. Uh, it's going to be a church on Sundays, and so we're really excited about it. Um, it really was Julie's brainchild back in 2020, um, and I'll let you kind of speak on how you came up with the initial plans and everything. I'm well. We kind of started out doing an after-school program because a lot of the in 2020 um, sports were were canceled, and so. Um, we found Timoteo, an amazing organization that's been working in North Philly, um, for, uh, boys after school or in the weekends to do flag football and, um, basketball. And so we were just able to bring them food and get a safe space for them to be able to, um, Sorry, you can hear Madden. Madden in the background. That's the voice of Madden yeah, right yeah, there. Sorry about that, y'all. <laughs> uh, Madden is there 11 month old. Uh, so <laughs> we've never had a baby in a, during oh, yeah. a podcast oh, time, have yeah. we? He wants he, to be he's on. He's clearly yeah. super excited too. <laughs> right. He wants to get um, his say in. It was a, it was a great, um, time for us to learn about organizations that have been doing great work, um, and to just really kind of enhance what they have done and continue to do, um, and all the work that they've done. And so, um, we just asked kids, um, in the Northern Philly area that would come just, what is it that you need? What resources do you feel like you're lacking? Um, and how can we make a difference in this community? And it was as simple as that. And, you know, we didn't have the answers. And so we found people that um, had the action of, of finding those answers. And so it's really, it's a house of hope to give exactly that hope to, to those that maybe are at a time of a little bit of hopelessness. Do other cities have something like this? Did you talk to other organizations maybe somewhere you know around the country no this is very unique and it's um i think it's just very unique to philadelphia i mean obviously there's places there's the uh, the 
kind of like the Boys and Girls Club, yep. kind of things like that. Um, but this is Philadelphia, people that have been doing a lot of amazing work in Philadelphia for a long time. And we don't have all the answers, and we know we don't have all the answers. And so for us, it's how do we partner with people that are the boots on the ground? And they've been the boots on the ground for much longer than the nine years that yep. we were here in Philadelphia. Um, and so we want to be a vessel for these amazing organizations. Um, and we're extremely excited about the project. Um, and obviously, it's amazing to open doors, but that's step one. Yep. And we also have to continue to keep these doors open um and so that's going to be the next challenge and there's going to be more phases of this but we're excited about it well good for you guys uh really that's awesome um and Shane, shane's uh boys and girls club is right in the huntington valley sector yeah. section huntington too huntington park, yeah. Uh, park yeah so um and yeah. the building looked great i was looking at the highlights from the, the uh, uh the ribbon cutting yesterday and really i think they were saying there's going to be uh there's an education center there's going to be a recording studio there's a wife like you mentioned zach wi-fi cafe so kids can you know connect to you know not everybody has a computer or wi-fi uh connectivity. I was curious, you guys are personally funding the, um, and I wrote it down, the uh, Youth Leadership Development Center. And I, I, what, can you guys speak a little bit about just leadership and maybe some of the lessons you learned through sports, sports yeah. you know, and, and how important it is for young people to be leaders? Yeah. I, do you want me to start? Sure. Um, I mean, I would say the idea also is the mentorship piece. You know, I think in our careers, we've had such amazing support. Um, you know, that's from teammates, that's from coaches, that's from our family. So it's really like, I think a good start just to have that support, to ask questions um, and just develop, especially in as young youth, um, where you're, you know, you're learning about yourself and you're growing, I think, um, you know, that for me would be the start of kind of leadership and finding what your role is, but do being able to do that in the support. Um, and I think that's a great start. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, for us, I think, well, for me personally, someone asked me what a, what a dream result would be for me and what do I want to see out of this? And I think one of the things that I've thought a lot about is how do we create the, the best new leaders for Philadelphia and what, what amazing, what an amazing story it would be if we help someone through the house of hope, they go off to college, they get their degree and then they come back and continue to pour into the community, um, in, in this area, um, and work at the house of hope as a leader in the community, someone that's from the community. Um, and so for me, leadership comes in so many different forms and varieties. You know, I'm not a big raw, raw speech guy, um, but I'm more of an actionable guy. I want to yep. go out there and work extremely hard and show my leadership that way, showing that I'm giving everything that I can into a certain goal or mindset. And there's so many different forms of leadership. Um, and we just want to continue to help steward and mentor every form of leadership that these kids well, can bring And to by. be a leader, I think, you know, a lot of kids these days need a mentor. And the mentor can be in the form of a parent, but also could be in a form of a teacher, could be in a form of a coach, right? I'm sure we exactly, all have had yep. mentors that we've had, but some of these kids in these underprivileged communities don't have that mentor. So it's really awesome to have that because you can't be a leader if you don't have somebody that you, know, that you, got, you can look after, right? Yep. And try to... Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think confidence too, right? Cause I think you, you get it from sports. You know, I watch my kids go through it and yeah. you know, when they do well in sports, yep. you know, it just gives them a certain confidence and it doesn't have to be sports. It could be anything, but mm -hmm. as, as long as kids get that reinforcement, yep. it sounds like that's what, you know, house of hope's all about. Yeah. I, I, it's a house of hope, but also a house of resources. We can go off a list of all the things that we there. I know that we were food insecurity is pretty big in that area yeah. as well. So we have a kitchen that's being put on that, uh, that Acme actually, um, stepped up to put in. And so, um, it will be house of just 
resources. Ah, it's beautiful. And uh, Zach, talk a little bit about how uh, even the Ertz family, fa- and I love that it's the Ertz Family Foundation, and your mom's here today with you, and uh, I know she's, what, executive director Correct, of, the, yep. of the foundation, But I, so I love that name, but uh, talk about how, you know, you were inspired to start that fina- foundation. Yeah, so we started in uh, 2018, the year after we won the Super Bowl. Uh, I went down there with Carson Wentz down to Haiti um, with his uh organization and his foundation um, and we stayed at a, at a place called the Mission of Hope um, and they're doing incredible things in Haiti obviously Haiti's going through a lot um, currently um, but just to see at the time what an organization backed by their faith were able to do in a community um, really opened my eyes and we always wanted to have a foundation um, but we just didn't know what our passion project was going to be where to even start and so I come back from Haiti and I called Julie I said hey I think it's time we start something we don't know all the answers we don't we're not going to have all the answers but it's time to start and initially uh, we started as really a grant giving organization for the first really two two plus years uh, we would give quarterly grants to uh, some of the nonprofits in the city um, and it was awesome uh, we we feel like we helped a lot of people but it wasn't something that we were able to really put our stamp on yeah. um, and so when this project came about and COVID happened we really put all of our eggs into this basket and so it's been the, something that we've kind of our quote unquote, uh, North star per se, every, every decision we've made, everything we've put into the foundation has been with this project in mind. And so awesome. that's kind of how it started and where we are today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouthwatering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, and we are recording this on Saturday afternoon before the nationally televised game on Fox. Uh, and in about, what, two hours, you guys will be doing something very important now. Well, no, no pressure. <laughs> well, hold on. I just want to say, so, Julie, you've performed like uh, on the World Cup stage, like in the Olympics, and, you know, Major Zach, you performed in the Super Bowl. I always find it funny because we had Art Garfunkel one time, uh, several times, sang the national anthem, and he was really nervous. And I'm thinking, this guy sang in Central Park. He's, you know, he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and he's nervous to do the national anthem. But and same thing, we've had world class athletes that, and they come and not to. I'm trying not to make you guys nervous because you, <laughs> you guys are gonna do great. But you guys are gonna be throwing out the first pitch today in a couple hours, right? Yeah. Same time. I don't think we've ever had a husband and wife at the same time throw the first pitch. So if you want, I can give you my words of wisdom because we don't want you to. If you watch Travis Kelsey, did you watch that? We, we've watched it a few times. Yeah. yeah. Well, you did you watch the bad one? Oh, my God. Really bad. Yes. I don't you think I saw that. You, well, you shouldn't watch the bad ones because then that's going to get in your head. Right? <laughs> right, so you got, right. like, positive reinforcement. Um, because the bad ones are, I mean, everyone knows the bad ones. You got Baba Bowie, who's, you know, Howard Stern's producer. He went, he's right-handed. He went basically to the right dugout. Uh, you had 50 Cent. He left went left-handed out there. You had Mariah Carey that went like, you know, almost like she's shot putting it and it went straight down. Uh, I know Carl Lewis uh, was not very good, right? Hey, he didn't sing the national anthem that well either, right? <laughs> he can run fast though. Yeah. He can run fast. Yes, he can. Right. So what are your words but, of wisdom? But, no, John? so my words of wisdom is what I think someone probably didn't tell Travis because, uh, and this happens, that you'll get up there and they want to like throw really hard, right? You First of all, down. 
Well, first of all, you're not on the mound. You're not on top. Yeah. Right? Because right one, we don't want to upset the ground crew. Two, it's much easier. So you're in front. Usually you have the Fanatic as your Yeah, usually catcher, the Fanatic is a, good, a big, nice is, big target. Right. But I think you guys are, uh, I think a couple players We're gonna are going to have two players that are going to catch. Yeah. So basically, so it's shortened. You're in the front of the mound, and the player will be in front of the plate. So it's not 60 feet, 6 inches. So you're going to be down there. So what I would say is don't try to throw hard. I guarantee that's what Travis has tried. <laughs> because when you throw too hard, sometimes Goes you go down. down, you do a worm burner, and you go right down into the ground. And I always say if you go too low, you get a, a boo. If you go too high, you get a ooh. So you'd rather have a ooh than a boo, right? <laughs> so if you just Both do a sound nice... pretty th- similar, though. What's that? <laughs> We're not going to be able to yeah, right. So a nice, easy, high release point, you know, whatever they're giving their target, and you don't have to throw it hard. So... Uh, Julie, and have fun I doing mean, it. You know, you're not used to using your hands, I obviously. Know. So, uh, how's a good arm, Zach? Yeah, she's going to probably be great at it, just like everything else she does. <laughs> As you, right? like, slight eye me, like, well, okay. I think our only goal, since we have two players, is to not hit the other player that's catching for the other person so we don't injure any of our guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we just, had a, we just had we'll a professional a cricket bit. player, uh, yeah. a bowler, last night, wow. uh, bowled the first pitch. And we're down there with uh, the fanatic, right? Yeah. And uh, he was saying, we're just going to, you know, I said, do it you know, lightly. Don't throw hard because if you, th- you know, I'm more worried about the fanatic safety or Dan Baker is the PA announcer down there. Yeah. And yeah. Know, so he's like, no problem. I'll, I'll tone it down. So, you know, very ceremonial, right? He throws a bullet <laughs> and the fanatic, who's very athletic, made the boom, catch. Shoves his Mitch out, mid yeah, out, and yeah. made the great catch. Made the catch, uh, but he, he like I guess he's throwing it, but he doesn't. You can't in the in cricket. Bend his you can't bend, yeah, you gotta. Yeah, yeah, it was it was keep odd. Your arms straight. I don't <laughs> think people understood what was going on actually. Well, <laughs> it's like what's I, cricket? But I said too that all right. Here, so here's a question for you, which I was asking last night. I asked last night, who's the most world famous, world famous athlete on the field? Liam Plunkett, the cricket guy, or Bryce Harper? And I made the argument. Sorry, Bryce, but I made the argument that it's Liam Plunkett because there's people, cricket, there's yeah. a billion people in India and Pakistan and Indonesia, right, that don't know anything about baseball, but they all know. And he's a superstar, this guy, right? Superstar, Liam. right? He led the England in World Cup. Yeah. So I guess my question to put you both you guys on the spot: <laughs> Who is more world famous, Julie Ertz or Zach Ertz? Oh, I world mean, famous. World famous, I think. Uh, I don't know. Football's getting pretty well. I think Julie. I mean, she's on the. She's played in World Cups. I mean, yeah. you can't really beat. World Cup, as she, as she pointed out when we I won the know. Super Bowl. American football is getting pretty big over there, too. I went to the um, the England game when you played there. That was pretty cool. Okay, yeah. Okay. Were they into it? I was, was actually at that game. Yeah, but it's pretty interesting because everybody wears whatever jersey they have. Okay. So, like, it's just all 32 teams in there. So, it's not like, you know, if you go to hear it, like an Eagles game right. or a Cardinals game, like, you know, it's the home field, like whatever. Yeah. It was all 32 teams. So it was like whatever jersey that one person bought yeah. um, was there. So it was kind of cool. And it, I mean, no, it was very cool. I shouldn't say kind of cool. It was so cool to see, obviously, soccer, American football. Yeah, right. I guess football and American football. Right. And I you've traveled the world, you know. And uh, so I guess you know the different fans. Like, so did the London crowd, I know, obviously, with soccer, they get so excited. But for football, were they kind of feeling it or just kind of watching and figuring yeah, it out? Or? I think I'm going to go with more figuring it out. Every okay. time anyone scored, everyone cheered. So it was fun to see a touchdown for them. Yeah. So it was just all the same. Everyone were, you know, usually if 
if the opponent team that's coming scores, it's usually silent well, for the home team. I, but nope. I also hear they love it like when there's a punt, when the guy catches the ball because they're not used to somebody like right. catching a ball right, like right. off the foot. You know, oh, he caught the ball. Well, I, I was punt at return. the game and I lived in England. I lived in Manchester, England in 1988. So I went to... Uh, I went to a lot of Man United games and I guess really there's a couple of differences. One is that over there, if, if Man United is playing Liverpool, which is their big rival back then, um, your Liverpool's on one side, Man United's on the other side. There's no intermingling. Right, right. You have intermingling. It's you're asking for trouble. Right. Right. And then they all kind of converge as they right. leave. Second thing is that there's no tailgating, like tailgating in American football. They're out in the parking lots and, you know, tailgating five hours for the They don't tailgate game. over there? They go to the pubs. Uh, they go to the uh, pubs and they have their pints and curries and whatever huh. they're going to have over there. Yeah, I've seen that on Ted Lasso, actually. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> just so, like that. Exactly. Just like that. So when I, was, when I, when I lived over there, was, again, this is 1988, um, they showed the football, but they showed the games like two days later. So they would think it's live. Yeah. And I knew who, who already won the Bears-Packers yeah, 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 yeah. game, right? So if I was a little unscrupulous, I could have made some money over no, there. No, no, no. <laughs> right. uh, since we have you, I mean, we'd like to talk a little bit about your careers. Um, and Julie, just even start with you. John mentioned, you know, you played in the World Cup, the Olympics. What's, what's the, the best soccer experience you've ever had? I'm... Well, the World Cups are pretty cool, and I've been um, blessed to, to have two championships in there. So it's just everyone's just is so different. Like when 2015, I was so young, so new. It was like, wow, this is awesome. Like in realizing, like, I, I know how hard we work to get there, but like you almost don't realize like really, like truly how difficult it is to win one, let alone two. Um, and it being in Canada was so cool because just the time difference and then like I feel like already women's soccer was growing. And then because of the time of everyone could be able to watch it at the time yeah. the game were, yeah, that's huge. it skyrocketed. So really by the, the start of my career of women's growth, it was just unbelievable. And in, in 2015, mm-hmm. you, I mean, how, were you nervous out there? Because again, you said you were one of the youngest players on the team yeah. or, or was you just, you just kind of, you know, block it all out and you're out there. You end up blocking it out. I think you get nervous when you walk out and then when the whistle blows, you just, just walk you in. Do. It's kind of that yep. mentality of the switch that, you know, but yeah, I mean, you just, I don't know. It's just, you dream about it. And then once it becomes dreamy, you just get into this mode that is kind of unexplainable. And, but 2019 was even more special in the way of, you know, we were married then and, just my whole family was there because I was just like, whoa, I didn't quite get a, I wish I grasped in 2015 more. Right. I was like, gosh, I just, everything went so fast. I didn't really like just. Savor it as much, but yes. I think that's natural. Who's, right? mo- who's more nervous watching the other play their sport? You watching Zach play football or Zach, you watching Julie play soccer? Me with football, probably. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, probably that. Different contacts. Because <laughs> you're just hoping he doesn't get hurt? or what? Are you, no, not that. But it's, I was more nervous when Julie would play, like, defender. Like, it was uh, – but now she plays in the midfield, and it's more end-to-end versus, like, defender. You're the last line of defense. And right. if, there's a, if anyone gives up a goal, any defender's like, oh, well, I shouldn't have done this or that or the other. Um, whereas now in the midfield, I just feel like she's on the attack more, so it's – not as uh, nerve-wracking as Yeah, it also just depends what game it is. Right. You know, yeah, like... But, right. All right, know, how about this one? In Madden, when Madden turns, like, <laughs> six, right? Uh, I don't know what time... You, how old do you start when you play <laughs> football? <laughs> but not at six, he's not... But, <laughs> but if the choice is at some, whatever age it becomes, the choice between football and soccer, are you guys going to kind of 
We're uh, gonna give him all 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 the all options. options, all options to play anything but football. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then if he wants to play in high school, I really didn't start playing football till high school. So if he wants to start playing in high school, he can play in high school. Yeah. But there's no real we reason. We just like the you can play all sports sure. yeah. what you love. Right. Well, that's, you know, it, that's how I was with soccer. I did all the sports. Right. And, and I, so did Dak. that's what I don't like. Like I played soccer, ice hockey and lacrosse yeah. and every sport brought something different to the other. And I learned from each sport yeah. and it was fun. There's no pressure for one. I don't think it back then. I never had one coach saying, I want you to play lacrosse all year round. Yeah. Right. And now it's kind of, I see that with my daughter in swimming yeah. and you're, you're getting that where they, they try to, and they try to, kids are playing just one sport. Yeah, that's crazy. It's, I don't think it's good no. on a lot of levels. So, um, all right. One other question. So when you're like in the Super Bowl, did you go to the Super Bowl? Oh, yes. What was that whole experience like as a player? And what was that experience like as a wife? I mean, it was obviously a lot. There's a lot of things that kind of, there's so many more obligations for that, those two weeks, because you have the bye week and then getting out there, you have so many media events and everything. Um, and so when you actually get to focus on football, it's more refreshing than anything because you get the kind of a semblance of normalcy. Um, because as athletes and as football players, you're, you're so routine driven. You play the same day every week, you pretty much besides once or twice a year, uh, you have the same schedule throughout the week. And so when you're traveling a, a week in advance for a game, as opposed to the day before, um, you kind of really got to figure it all out. Um, and so when you're at practice, when you're in the meetings, um, it was honestly refreshing to kind of just solely focus on football. Um, and obviously winning the game was incredible and yeah. having the whole family there celebrating it with all the, the whole city really, it felt like, um, was it incredible. Um, it was a lot, obviously colder for my family being out there. <laughs> it was like eight degrees. I think the day of the game, oh, I think it was like, or maybe but the negative. Field was like negative. It could have been Miami or I know, I know. California, but, but also or, like we get for the playoffs, we get slammed for ticket requests. Oh, yeah. We're not players. We get <laughs> slammed. For, I mean, this last world series last year, I mean, literally all of us had to keep a running list and then you had to prioritize. I can't even imagine what you guys went through. Right? You got yeah. family, friends. You got, hey, Zach, remember me? I, was the, I think the Minnesota thing kind of didn't make it too hard. Everyone was like, right. well. <laughs> right, right, right. I'll watch it, it on called. TV. We'll wait yeah, till yeah. you get to <laughs> New but Orleans. It was, it was truly like, it was unbelievable. I actually went out the whole week early because I was like, I, going through obviously World Cup and Olympic stuff, you understand like as, as a player, like you just, you have to focus. You're already busy with media stuff. So I was out there early. I think. The same day you guys got in, like the whole week, maybe. I think you guys came Monday. We came went Sunday. So the next oh yeah, day. so the next day I came. So okay. I just made sure I had everything set up for the family. Yeah. I like organized the tickets and like I was the point of contact. And you know, I I got to kind of just do the fun stuff that they offer for the Super Bowl. You know, family and friends, and right. so I was. I think I was busier than you, <laughs> in, in, a, in a way of way more fun than less yeah. stress, for sure. But and then they brought you down on the field after the game, right? You were, uh, yes. that they got you on the field, Which right? Which is crazy, because yeah. they tell you, okay, you know, once the second, like this, what do they say? I remember them like, you have to have your pass, but you have to be at this door within this amount of time so that you can get scanned through and security and all that and then get on. But we were actually at the end, like the opposite. Like I was actually sitting in like the, I had awesome seats, like eight rows up from like the, the nice. end zone that Zach mm. scored in. Yeah. And, but the entry door was on the complete other end to the side. So I was like ready to sprint, but 
you know, it was two minutes left, two two fifteen, I think, and like Tom has the ball in his hand. So I'm like, Uh-oh, I'm like halfway, not over yet. yeah. So I'm like halfway <laughs> out of my seat, ready to like sprint, yeah, yeah. and I went for a pure like not comfort. I went for looks in my outfit. I'm pretty sure because I was like, oh my gosh, I have to run in these heels. And so I was remember watching it, and the, you know the the play where it goes up and yes. oh, yeah. it's like yes. it was up there for about five forever, minutes right? Heart stopped yeah. right yes there. exactly and it felt like forever it was like i think it was like targeted to gronk but then there was like i think was mills there i'm trying to think of all the look of it it's like still like so memorable but i'm like one foot on this like ready to sprint and then down and so are all the wives we're all like sitting next to each other yeah. so we're all like one hand in right. people have like their babies ready to go and the second it hits the like yeah. hits Incomplete. the ground we sprint. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Zach yeah. doesn't know any of that, but yeah, it was so insane. What was, what in the huddle, uh, were you anywhere near the huddle for the, like on the sidelines when Nick Foles and Doug Peterson are talking about the Philly Philly? Where were you at that point? Were you on the field then or were you? Uh, so we called it, we had a different play called and like the play clock was running down. And so Nick called a timeout. And we, so the play, they all came back to the sideline and then Nick, we all kind of walked back because we were, I think at like the two yard line. And so Nick walked back. And so the play call we had in was like, it was a, just a normal play, nothing fancy or anything. Just hand the ball off to the running back, see what happens. And so Nick comes back to the sideline, recommends that play. But he, when he was at the sideline, you guys are still... We were all kind of talking to our own individual coaches because um, okay. they, they have the headset. And so they get the play first before like it echoes because I like to hear the play before we get into the huddle. Right. So I can kind of envision what's going to happen before I have to go out there. Um, and so I heard the coach said the play and I was like... Well, you all, you all were like that, right? Yeah, I was like, well, okay, but why? Like, uh, <laughs> And then if you're Trey Burton, right? Yeah. You're sitting yeah, there going, Trey Burton? people that are like, you're like, wow, exactly. holy moly. Yeah, yeah. And Trey, uh, He's he was in the play. game, obviously, playing, but not in the prior play. So he probably was a little cold. I think it was a two-minute drill anyway, so he probably was just yeah. throwing balls on the sideline just in case to get warmed up. Um, but, yeah, it was a crazy play. Uh, awesome. And then, well, you win it, and then just – Talk about the parade. John and I are both uh, blessed to be in uh, the 2008 Phillies Parade. We grew up here, so uh, we at the 1980 Phillies Parade, uh, I was on a statue in uh, 1990 or 1983 in City <laughs> Hall. They, they weren't greasing the poles or the statues back then, yeah. so... Uh, but just one of the greatest days of your life, Zach, or what? Yeah, I mean, it was incredible. I mean, uh, obviously, you dream of winning a Super Bowl, and at the time when you're growing up, you don't think of, obviously... Um, going back and being able to celebrate it with the city that you play in and being able to celebrate the first one here in Philly, um, the only one, is was just incredible. Um, and that's a bond you're always going to have. No doubt. I mean, you look at the Flyers who won in 74, 75, they won two years in a row. Those guys still live here, and they every one of them, from the bench guy to the superstars, there's a special bond mm. of Philadelphians in that. And sp- same thing with our 2008 team. We lost in 1993, and those guys are almost as beloved as the guys that won it. Yeah. Um, so just like being able to experiment, experience the joy of like be, of everyone around the city doing the whole tour. Julie was on the bus, so it was awesome. Um, and the day, I don't think anyone will forget it. And to do soon. it in Philadelphia too, Zach. I mean, you, you spent eight and a half years here. Uh, you know, any market, of course, would have been great. But uh, there's something special about the Philly sports fan, right? Oh, of course, it's different. It's uh, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, we we loved our time here. Oh my gosh. Oh. Um, we love coming back here. Still, we consider it home. Um, obviously, we're not physically here, but our heart is still here um, to a certain extent. So we'll always have a special but place. To win in our the hearts. first one, in yeah, this exactly. City, in a city where the football is completely 
they're mad for people or yeah. for football. So that's awesome. And then did you know that Jason Kelsey was going to do what he did at the bridge? <laughs> I don't Does anyone know what Jason Kelsey was going to do at, at any time well, of day? <laughs> we had Jason. I'm sure he saw the world yeah. series yeah, with oh, the yeah. fanatic yeah. and uh, chugged a beer. Do we know he's going to chug a beer? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best, by the way. No doubt. So I talked to him beforehand. He, I didn't. He played lacrosse and ice hockey. Yeah. And I'm trying to picture him. Well, one, he was offense and uh, he was a uh, crease attackman in lacrosse, which I looked at him. I'm assuming he's defenseman. He's a big guy. <laughs> yeah. And then he's telling me he plays ice hockey, and I'm just thinking, like, could you imagine, like, being, <laughs> like going for a puck in the corner, and you got this guy coming skating behind. He's probably pretty fast on skates. Yeah. Coming yeah. right up behind you with a stick, you know, ready to get <laughs> pounded into the boards. Um, Julie, where is the World Cup this? Uh, coming up uh new zealand and australia so when do you head out there it's what? this year right correct i have to make the team uh um, sorry i didn't mean to be <laughs> presumptuous yeah. yeah you got this um, you got, you got the, this. i'm actually not too sure i know that um they have like the team has a setup um end of june to get set up and i think i think that there are first games like middle july yeah something like that now, can you go over there if she makes a team? When she makes a team? Uh, we're going to try and figure it out, obviously. Uh, mo- the, the past two World Cups have been like June 4th to July 4th, so they've been very easy. Training camp is at the end of July. This one's like July 20th to August 20th. Oh, so uh, no we'll way. figure it out like we always do. We'll adjust, um, but I would love to get over there. How's your knee doing, Zach? Oh, it's doing well. Yeah. Um, we're about halfway through the rehab process, so the goal is obviously still week one. Good. Um, but I'm going to go out there when I feel like I can be myself and do the things that I've always done. Um, and so it's it's been a long process, but I got a great support. Obviously, my faith has played a key part in the journey, um, and I'm excited to get back out there. He's asking awesome. that because we're in the same fantasy football league. He's trying, <laughs> he's trying to get a little inside information. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think I had him actually last year. Uh, all right. Last thing too, before we get to the quiz is Zach, I, I, I got to pat you on the back because I don't know what year this was, probably four or five years ago, right? We had the Eagles hitting challenge, yeah. right? And so we do it most every year. We have sometimes draft picks, sometimes veterans. And you came out with a bunch of guys and we have a hitting contest and I deliver a bat to the winner of the home run hitting challenge. Zach Ertz? Zach Ertz is the winner. Nice. Right well, I know you play basketball in high school and football, but uh, did you play baseball much? Or uh, I played baseball until my freshman year. Um, or until eighth grade. Okay. I had a bad shoulder injury when I was young. There was no pitching limits when you when I was growing up, you know, back in the day. Um, <laughs> You're throwing fork balls and curveballs. Yeah, exactly. And- <laughs> um, so I separated the growth play of my shoulder because um, I was like a really good swimmer doing the same motion every day, a thousand times a day. Um, and so that kind of ended my baseball career. <laughs> but you can still hit, though. I can yes. still hit. Yeah. yeah. All right. And, and we, didn't, we always ask this question. So real quick, when did you guys know – like that you're going to basically, this is going to be your career. You know what I mean? At what point, how old were you when you said, you know what, I'm going to be on the U.S. national team or I'm going to be mm. uh, an NFL player? When did you know in your head that you had that God-given talent? I mean, I don't think you ever really feel like, I know it sounds cliche, but I don't feel like I ever was like, oh yeah, this is like, I made it. I'm, I've got what it takes. I'm going to be a great player. Like I feel like every time, even now, it's like I always feel like there's something more I can do. There's always something I can be better at. And I think as an athlete, I think that's why you love sports. Right. Because you, you're never going to be perfect. Right. Um, you can strive to be as good as you can possibly be. There's always something to work on. Um, but I feel like when you kind of take a step back, maybe in hindsight, maybe kind of when I started having success in college, um, I was like, okay, well, and some of my teammates had gone to the NFL. I was like, okay, maybe that's something that I have a shot at. But it was never like, oh, this is something in the bag. This right. is something that I'm going to count on because you always feel like you have to prove it each and every year. 
Um, mine was a little bit more interesting just because we didn't really have a league. Like the NWSL now is doing really well, which is amazing. Um, but while I was in college, we didn't have a league. So it really was only if you could kind of make the national team. So I just, you know, when you're, when I was like seven, I'd write, Oh, I'd like to be a professional mm -hmm. soccer player. But like, I didn't know what the reality was like to have a league now and kids can be like, Oh, I want to play for this. Uh, Were you always the best on that team though? Like growing up or was, <laughs> yeah, you know, what? I don't remember. Like I, I don't like, I, I watch back video, like home videos, you know, where your mom you can hear your parents yeah, yeah, screaming yeah. in the, the thing that they're holding on their shoulder, the right. thing. And, um, I was like, golly, I thought I would have been way better than what, what you it filmed. looks like, <laughs> uh, but I loved it. And that's all that, right, you know, that's, yeah. so I was definitely one of the hardest working, I would say in the sense that I just was always wanted to do more. Um, but it really wasn't until the under 20 world cup, um, after we won that in 2012 that I was like, oh man, I want to, I just, that was my moment of like, I didn't know if I could or not, obviously, but I, my heart was like, I just want to do this forever. Yeah, right, that's right. awesome. And you had that perspective, Julie, too, of seeing uh, women's soccer, you know, just take off. I mean, you've been through it, through the, the, the exciting part of that. And now kids and girls all around the world want to play soccer. It's, it's unbelievable for my first year as a rookie from, you know, basically almost handing out tickets to get people to come to games. Yeah. To, um, I'm at angel city, um, FC now, um, in LA and, um, the first game when I was there, they sold out, sold out. And it's just like, you know, and, and they're, incredible organization of, um, you know, investing in women's soccer and they've just been incredible since I've been there. And, um, they would say, how, you know, how was it? And I was like, I just, like, I can't even express, I don't think they understand my first year. Like if I, if I showed you like my, you know, if I could put my vision of what I was yeah. my rookie year of on film, I'm like, you would be like, this is, mm. I, we drew, I didn't even know this was possible. Yeah. If you asked me 10 years oh, that's ago. That's great. That's great. Well, it's great. All right. Well, it's time for the quiz uh -oh. and thank you guys for doing this. Uh, a lot of fun. Um, so we have a very special shirt, Zach. I don't think I have a size, unfortunately. That's okay. Um, but <laughs> we'll can, make it work. Can save like it. It. You can save it for mad. Now this is, this is for you. Cause I'm assuming you guys are going to win. Um, oh, and we are hey, going and I just want to say we're bearing That's kiss cute. because I got a copy of, uh, I wrote a book, uh, a little while back. It's called feel the love. And it's, uh, really, I was really inspired, uh, you know, by what you guys are doing. I watched the ribbon cutting ceremony and, uh, a lot of what the pastor was talking about is, is in my book. It's kind of, this is what the fanatic does. He, he's, uh, spreading love the love. And it's so, autographed uh, by the fanatic. Yeah. I had the fanatic oh, autograph it. Yeah. Too, too so, mad. What's that? <laughs> too Madden. Madden. We got to get a doll for Madden. Does he have a fanatic doll yet? No. Uh, oh. He's getting one in tonight. Yeah. We'll Perfect. Awesome. Absolutely. But yeah. Thank you. Yes. All right, so All right, as I we said, we have a quiz. For Wait, we're already giving the gifts, so they don't even have to get six of eight. They're already getting their so parting confident gifts. I am presumed. That they're going to win. I'm, I'm uh, a little nervous to throw out some, having to know some stats. but. And I'm glad, usually sometimes in our questions, I blow the quiz because part of it comes up in the quiz, but I think we were pretty safe here. All right. All right. We'll um, see. So four to Julie about Zach, Kay. four to Zach about Julie. Multiple choice? Multiple, it, you get it, multiple choice. Is it one or no, the other? No, I, I think we'll do, well, it's almost like then putting the pressure on the other person. Oh, perfect. Love that. All right. So, <laughs> so, Put the pressure who, on Zach. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Julie can go okay, first. Okay, I'll go first. Julie goes first. All right. Thanks for the visit. Let's get down to business. Now here's your chance to show how much you really know. He might get grumpy if he can't stop you with Brazier's Quiz. About Zach's life, okay? Um, Zach's dad played football from 1981 to 1984 at which college in Pennsylvania? Lehigh. 
Lehigh. Yeah, I didn't even see? name the multiple choice. Yeah, Lafayette, Lehigh, one of my best friends was a uh, lacrosse player, kind of in that era, a little, little past that. Um, all right, one for one. Okay. Which bowl game is the only one listed here that Zach did not play in? He played in three bowl games. Uh, so I'm going to mention four bowls. Okay. This is the bowl he did not play in. Okay. Fiesta Bowl. Played. Rose Bowl. Played. Orange Bowl. Peach Bowl. Shoot, it's either orange or peach. Um, your rookie year. Don't give any hints over there. <laughs> Is it the game that you got your reclining no, chair? No, 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 no. <laughs> don't even look over there. Peach That's not going to give. That wouldn't help. I don't remember you ever talking about the Peach Bowl. Where is the Peach Bowl? That would help. Is that the one that's in uh, Texas? No. No? No, that's Fiesta Bowl, I think. No, Fiesta Bowl is in Arizona. Oh, Arizona. Yeah. Cotton Bowl. Cotton Bowl is in, oh, that's in right. Texas. Where is, can I know where the Peach Bowl is? <laughs> is that Georgia? I don't know what you're looking at me. They're the host. <laughs> you're the one that I think, yeah, I think okay. it is Georgia. I'm going You can't Georgia. phone a friend. It's got to be Georgia. It's a Peach Bowl. Okay. Right? Um, gosh, orange or peach, orange or peach. I think uh, you've kind of answered fruits yourself. Are I think you've kind of answered yourself. All right, peach. Peach bowl is correct. <laughs> peach. All right, two All for right. two. Two for two. In 2013, Zach had his first reception, not touchdown, his first reception in the NFL, okay, okay against the Redskins. Who threw him the ball? Was it Matt Barkley, Nick Foles, Michael Vick, or Trent Edwards? And you don't help over there Oops. either. I, <laughs> I nodded. I saw that over the side. So his first reception... Uh, was caught from what uh, preseason or like during season? I think season? it's regular season. season. Okay. Matt Barkley, Nick Foles, Michael Vick, Trent Edwards. Michael Vick. Michael Bang. Vick is correct. That three is for correct. three. <laughs> All right, number four. I always wonder if they if the spouses. Well, there's not too many spouses that have. <laughs> <laughs> but how many touchdowns? Right, mm-hmm. regular season and postseason. Mm-hmm. Ooh, does Zach have in his career? Does he have 47, 60? 35 or 41? I'm going to have to ask Zach after this, too. To see if he can <laughs> I think I got it. I got it. You think you got it? Yeah. What are the okay. numbers again? Yeah, say the numbers. 47, 60, 35, or 41? 41. That 47. is incorrect. 47. Oh. All right. All right. 75% you, you got, is not yeah, you bad. You got three or four. Not bad. All right. All right. Are you rooting for Zach or are you rooting against him, Julie? Uh, four. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Zach, in 2015, we meant, we talked about this. The U.S. women's team won the World Cup and your wife was the second youngest player on the team at 23. Oh, my gosh. Who is the youngest? <laughs> Who is the youngest? So is it Hopes and no facial? Oh, sorry. <laughs> hopes. Well, you can look at him because I don't want you giving any facial expressions. He knows Was this. it Hope Solo, Becky Sauerbrunn, Morgan Bryan, or Alex Morgan? Morgan Bryan. Morgan Bryan is correct. correct. All right. In this one, in the newlywed game, you, you might get a card over your head on this one if you don't get it right. What was Julie's major in college? Communications. Bam. I was going to say political science, communications, English, or history. Um, all right. That's, so you're two for two. How many international goals does Julie have? Uh, 20, 15, 12, or 30? International games, goals. Are these like national team goals or just in like FIFA tournament games? No, national team. National team. For the national team. All right. I'm going to go. That is the right answer, right? 15 or 12. I don't know. Well, that's I think so. I, I, John makes up according questions. According to my a lot research, it is correct. Uh, I just you so threw you me off it. on the FIFA. And <laughs> <laughs> Tom, what does FIFA mean? Now forget it. Uh, Thank you. So I'm 20, go 15. 20. I had it down as 20. All right. So you can match Julie oh. if you get this last one. And you should get this one. 
Against what country oh, did boy. Julie score her first international goal in 2015? Oh. Was it England, Switzerland, Spain, or France? France. France is correct. Yes. You, you both went three for four, and you qualified, and you got T-shirts, the T-shirts, books. For, you got everything. We're going to Braves. Yes, <laughs> celebrating. You got the autographed book. The crowd's going wild. Madden, where'd Madden yeah. go? You you're should gonna, be going you're wild. You're going to throw out a great pitch. You're going to bring the Phillies. You're going to end the Phillies' five-game losing streak. Yeah, we, we need got a lot for. of things going on. Yeah, we need help. Yeah, have a great time tonight, guys. Uh, really pleasure having you. We're really uh, Philadelphia loves you. Thanks so much for giving back to the city. Really, it's uh, we love it, and I really appreciate you guys stopping by. Of course, thank you, thank you guys All so right. much. Thanks, guys. All right, that's it for uh, Philly's backstage. John, I guess we're signing off, and we'll see you next time, folks. Bye bye. Backstage with the boys.